G'day, I'm Frank. Howdy, I'm Lachlan. And this is Denver Down Under, our podcast where we contrast our experiences growing up to become better friends. Yeah, you, you delivered it. You get, you nailed it. Yeah, I'm got it. Uh, oh, no, oh, no, not good. Yeah. Okay. Getting there. You do the intro. This is Denver Down Under, our podcast where we contrast and compare our experiences growing up in order to become better friends. Fuck, that was good. Okay, well, we'll workshop that. We're joined by a very special guest today, Sophie. Hi. Sophie, where are you from? Um, I'm from Germany, but it's more complicated than that, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've lived in a bunch of places, right? Yeah, so my dad's Italian. My mom's from a small island called Mauritius. Um, she's Franco-Mauritian. And wow. I was born in Germany. I'm Australian now. Wow. But Ooh. I am going to live in America. Wow. Yeah. You're getting a taste of everything. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you've got the... the, the the true earthy roots of Australian, but like the uh, the more exciting kind of place to live, America, you know. Yeah, every now and then I bring out my true blue Aussie. Holy <laughs> <laughs> dooly, my crikey. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, well, give us the definitive answer. <clears throat> Which place is better? Just so, just so we can uh, decide. Wait, where's your, where, yeah, where's your, where's your favorite place you've lived? Um, I gotta say, I know this sounds like so Cali, but... Um, I gotta say LA. <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> totally. Oh my god. So. OMG. No, I mean, LA. and the anthropologist in me has to say that every place has its positives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also an anthropologist, so I like live for culture. So I'm very privileged to be on this podcast. So, first, thanks for taking the easy way out and just saying that every place is great. <laughs> really, I like that you stuck with your answer. And, uh,. Yeah, no, that's okay. But uh, yeah, give us a little bit more about yourself. So you're an anthropologist at the ANU right now? Yes. That's also literally the only reason why I'm in Canberra. And I thought it was all of our good cuisine. like uh, Yeah, and all of our culture. Like, yeah. <laughs> I used to all of our roundabouts. <laughs> yeah. I used to live in Perth, which I really loved. Um, I consider that it was very Australian experience for me. <laughs> um, I mean, I grew up in Berlin and I was like, Oh, I want to, like, live somewhere else. I want to, like, live in Australia. And I picked Perth because, like, it looked like this, like, place in the middle of nowhere. And I reckon it was, like, it was, like, it would be, like, a very Australian experience. It felt authentic. Yeah, it felt authentic. Yeah. That true Aussie experience. (laughs) Yeah. That was good, right? Yeah. Well, uh, maybe stick to the holy doolies, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, I had that a little bit better down. That's okay. So you're bringing the topic this week, though, right? Yes, um, I had the audacity to suggest detentions um, because I was a little bit of a naughty kid in um, high school. And also, since I'm the German guest, the German token guest on the show today, um, (laughs) I I figured detentions would go very well with the topic of a German guest. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a a little bit of a jump in a... I had asked you to explain it, but strong, we'll do that. Strong German discipline, you know? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to start us off with that in just a second, but first I have a question to start us off, okay? Okay. And I was actually the other day going shopping at Toys R Us, which is, Rip, sorry that you yeah, uh, yeah. aren't so selling... So American of you. You aren't selling toys anymore at Toys R Us, but <laughs> I was going to buy a birthday present for one of my little cousins, and I saw some of the action figures there, and they are wild and 
just there's a lot of weird things that action figures really kind of uh, have on them. Like, you know, they're items that they go with. If you were an action figure, if you had an action figure made about you, what would it be called? And what would uh, the items that you have uh, be? So, like, I saw a Barbie doll that was, like, Malibu Barbie. And it was just a Barbie doll. I can doll. picture it all too well. Yeah. And she had, like, little accessories. Uh, yeah. If you had a, uh, you know. Accessory. Yeah. 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 What I would it be? Mine is, like, pretty obvious, really. It's, it's clearly going to be some pocket sauce. Like it's it's what's the yeah. title though? Oh, I don't know. So if you're like, if you're a Locky, are you like Pocket Locky? Yeah, Pocket Pocky. Pocky. Oh, yeah, that's so good. Pocket Locky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely gonna be like uh maybe I'll have like a bandolier of different sauces. <laughs> Just a Chewbacca <laughs> style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. What about you? Oh my god, that's a difficult one. Um, I reckon it would probably be some sort of weird mixture between um. Princess Bubblegum, because she's just so extra and pink. <laughs> um, I'm a extra. I get it. I, like, love extraness. Um, that's probably why I also love LA. <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah. so extra. Yeah. And maybe, like, Elspeth, because I'm also, like, really into female empowerment and female history. So she's a magic character. Yeah, yeah. And she is a strong white character. As in, like, white the color. <laughs> so, oh no. Oh this takes more explanation. Oh no. uh, Too soon for the she's, race. She's card. like a, a, a strong uh, knight. Yeah. Uh, and, like, like uh, associates with the color white. Yeah. Yes. Where the thing. White power, on. yeah. Yeah. No, no, not white power. <laughs> Let's leave race out of this. It's um, too soon. It's only six minutes in. Yeah. She kills a god, which is cool. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that. She's also dead. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, but she's dead. a very um, awesome portrayal of um, of like female strength. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for in sure. a non-sexualized way, which is often not the case in like the gaming world, unfortunately. Yeah. No. Yeah. She, sure? she has a, like a like a good backstory as well. Like. So wait uh, though. Okay, so are you telling me that your accessories, if you are a uh, like a um, action figure, is a spear from Elspeth and like a tiara from Princess? Bogdan? Yeah, it'd probably be yeah, like yeah. a weird, yeah, yeah, it'd be like a mixture <laughs> between those two for sure. Okay, that's pretty good. I can, I can vibe with that. Strength and extraness. Yeah, good. What would uh, the title be? So like that's Pocket Locky, <laughs> um, Pocky, as some call him. Oh God. That's 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 a really difficult one. What, what I don't know. You'd have to. It's clearly Princess Sophia, right? <laughs> Extra Princess Sophie power. Yeah, yeah. If I had an action figure, I would be a transformer, and it would be me. <laughs> and then I would turn into my shitty little yellow car <clears throat> called the Beast, and I would be. What color is the car? It's bright yellow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. like in my it's hair. Like Frank Beast mode. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Beast Mode. And it would just, Beast Unleashed. Instead of the Transformer logo, it would just be my face. <laughs> and it would be great. Yeah. Um, no, I can, I, can, I can dig that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so that, that went in a few weird directions. But let's zone <laughs> yeah. back in. Detentions. Yes. You're going to tell us about it. So yes. tell us about, like, growing up and in detentions. Yes. So I chose the topic of detentions, um, as I said, because um, I think... 
there's like a little bit of a stereotype about Germans like being very strict on like the rule of law and punishment. And um, well, one of the... F- how fast are you trained? Like how on time are you trained? They, yeah, they're quite on. Yeah, but that's like, it's not because they're like, they're going to get punished for being late. Okay. You know, it's like the infrastructure is so <laughs> on top of it. I mean, honestly, like where I was going with that thought was... um. One of the things that struck me the most about coming to Australia, one of the first things that struck me is that, like, Australians love rules more than Germans. Um, the whole, like, banning stuff and the whole, like, <laughs> every time there's, like, a media outcry over whatever social issue, it's like, let's ban it. And then you have, like, this crazy thing where you, like, can't have alcohol in public. Um <laughs> Can you have alcohol? We've we've such a split uh, kind of image in that in that sense because like we have like the Australian larrikin about like being like you know like like a a drinking culture a sport culture and then like you can't like have an open container of alcohol in the street like you can't and you can't do this and like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of like rules and restrictions yeah but it's kind of like uh, in in direct opposition to our like laid back attitudes. Yeah, when I came to Australia, when I decided to come to Australia, I was like, oh, cool, it's going to be so chilled out and then we can have, like, beers on the <laughs> beach, you know, <laughs> watching the sunset. And then there's, like, no, you can't bring alcohol to the beach. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm, very disappointed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I never drank in the States. And then when I came here, I was already of legal age. So I just kind of drank sometimes. And then uni happened and, like, at the dorms I drank. But I never really noticed any of the differences so i just don't have a lot to say but in yeah. school you're saying that the, the like detention wasn't as severe as as yeah no did. totally um i mean we there's like this huge consciousness i think german social discourse about like um about like civil liberties and civil rights i mean i guess to an extent you have that also a lot in america but i like I don't see an equivalent like that. I didn't experience an equivalent like that in Australia, for example, where the state is like very present and in very much in everyone's lives and has like a lot of power. But like in Germany, I feel like to just like bring a bit of a historical perspective to it, um, we have like that crazy awareness of like state power being abused for like terrible, terrible purposes. And so there's actually, like, a very strong civil society and a strong consciousness about, like, privacy, for example, when it comes to, like, state supervision. And, like, you see that with Facebook and <clears throat> Google Maps in Germany, for example. So there's, like, there's definitely, like, yeah, there's, like, a lot of awareness about these kind of issues that I didn't encounter like that. So are you telling me that you, like, threw a spitball at the teacher, Mrs. Um, <laughs> Gutentag, and... <laughs> Well, that was that was I, not a good improvisation. I don't know. I, I don't know any German name. Well, you well, say you could have gone without like without no, saying the German didn't. word for hello. That's all I knew. I know so little. Um. Yeah. Well, we you speak of throwing. We did like we we were really bad kids. Um. In hindsight, I feel really really sorry to for my teachers who had to deal with us. Um, if any of my teachers are listening right now, <laughs> I like like a, profusely apologize. Do you have like a, a certain uh, incident that, that really uh, sticks out to you? Yeah, so you speak of throwing. So I remember once one of my best friends, um, he threw like a, 
Um, what do you when you eat the banana? The banana. The peel. The banana. You threw the peel at someone? the teacher. At the, he threw it <laughs> oh at. The, this is wild. It wasn't. It wasn't me, but it was a friend of ours, and obviously, like, the teacher, like, freaked out. Um, Frau Griesing was her name. Shout out to Frau Griesing. I like, in hindsight, really admire your patience. Um, <laughs> but she, um, she, so she obviously like got really, really angry at us, and and she was like, she had everyone sit down, and then she was like, who threw the banana peel? And there was like this deafening silence because we had this sort of like code of honor. Amongst us, that like you'd never rat out a fellow student. Yeah, snitches get stitches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not with the explicit threat of violence, but it was like <laughs> implicit. Yeah. <laughs> it was more about honor, I dare say. But um, so, what was the boy's name who threw the banana peel? <laughs> his name was Sebastian, and I can say that now because. Um, He's what? an adult. He can't get in trouble by Mrs. What's her name again? Frau Griesing. Frau Griesing can't. I can't. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, but you're an un- cultured palate. Mrs. F can't get him. He's an adult now. Well, he also so there and then there was like this horrifying ten minute silence where she was like, "Well, I want to know who did it," and like it was like deafening silence in the classroom, and then. And everyone knew it was Sebastian because we saw him. (laughs) (laughs) Because he was the only one who ate bananas. She was facing the blackboard, so she couldn't see. Um, But he, after like 10 minutes of silence, put his hand up and he said, I don't know who did it, but I can for sure say that whoever did it is really, really sorry about it. (laughs) (laughs) What, What did Mrs. F say? In regards she to actually that. smiled because everyone burst out and laughing. And um, I think it really diffused the situation. I think it was basically an admission that it was him. Well, it's a, it's a smart way to do it, I think. <laughs> Here's my question. What was running through Sebastian mu- Sebastian's mind as he was like, Oh, well, I guess I've eaten the banana. I have this peel. Hey, there's trash cans probably around the classroom. But no, I have a better target. Hey, Teacher, teacher. <laughs> I, I think uh, teen boys are really not famed for their kind of uh, well-thought-out thought processes and, like, deep uh, consideration on decision-making processes. You say what was going through his mind. I probably would say <laughs> a lot of testosterone and energy <laughs> waiting to be placed into something. Yeah. And that, hey. that was a banana peel <laughs> held directly at his teacher. Yeah. Where did it hit her? Uh, on the head, yeah. Oh, headshot. Yeah. What? I, th- I think it would be like worse if he missed, right? <laughs> just right on the, the blackboard, yeah, yeah. right next to her, and it goes down the thing, and yeah, she yeah. has a moment to process it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. Okay. Yeah. And so, did he get in trouble? Um, I actually can't remember anymore what happened after that, but she, no, she probably gave him like some sort of detention. But see, that's the thing. Like, we knew there was like, there's like no corporal punishment. There's like no violence, and um and like like thank God for that. But like um we we were like definitely like very aware of like the limits that like the teachers that were placed on teachers in terms of like discipline. Uh, once I remember a teacher um called one of my friends a privileged little brat, and um <laughs> and that was after like a long argument of him speaking back at her. 
and um and he got up and he was like oh i'm writing this down and i'm going to the school direct the head of school wow and i'm gonna tell them that you called me that because that's crossing a line so like we we were like we were very aware of like the rules and we definitely like abuse that or use that to our advantage how old was he when he did that <laughs> yeah we were like i we were like teenagers you know like 15 14 we we're just like i mean it was like your classic like it was a private school of course so, so it was your classic like privileged um kids school kids who like just thought they were like too smart for the world and i still think that now which is like a very big problem sometimes. <laughs> um, that's a magic player thing. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm also at university. Everyone just thinks they're, they're too smart for the world. Feel that. Yeah, feel that. You guys in your fancy book learning. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> take that. I'm going to just live in mediocrity. Hooray. Yay. Hooray. Yeah, but at least you have a steady income. And, and a degree. <laughs> oh, look at me. I guess. <laughs> Good. Hey, but yeah. Past the existential dread that I'm now feeling. Uh, okay. Well, so I guess you just you d- got away with a lot. You didn't really deal with a lot of uh, detention. You kind of took a took advantage of the system. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. It's um. It. I feel super guilty about it in hindsight, but it's also ironic that I'm going on a podcast bragging about um. How naughty we were. <laughs> no one listens to it. It's okay. I've said first crushes and I'm like Facebook friends with half of them. <laughs> Dangerous game. Don't worry. So, Lockie, what about you? Uh, what is your detention story? I was I was very naughty in uh, in primary school especially. But um, the story that comes to mind as being uh, uh, one that's the most entertaining is um, uh, one that's a little later in life in high school. So, uh, we're in geology class. And um, specifically, uh, my my teacher, his name was Mr. Smith, and he was a very of course it was Mr. Yeah, Smith. It was a very nice. Uh, he was he was such a lovely Canadian man, and he he just fucking loved rocks. He just <laughs> he just loved rocks. He loved them so much, and like he would he told us a story about how he went on a holiday with his wife, and they were driving along, and he's like. They pulled over to the side of the road because he thought he saw some granite. And he went up to the <laughs> granite and he had a look at it and it was actually some other rock. And he, it, which looks a lot like granite, but it wasn't granite. And like, it was just like, he's like, he literally went on a holiday traveling around looking at rocks. Did he looking, have a favorite rock? Did he, did, I, I, did he come back and tell you about one certain type of rock? He definitely loved granite a lot. <laughs> it's a big granite. Granite is fan. pretty awesome though, it's, to be fair. On, on the scale of rocks, it's, it's, it's very, it's it, up there. It's not volcanic rock, but it's pretty good. Yeah. And, um. Not that good. Igneous. Mm. So my friend Corey and I were in class and for whatever reason, we had like a pile of rocks and we were like, like, <laughs> We're like as like, a tribute to the teacher. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Smith. Please, instead please pass of an, me. Yeah. Here's some rocks. Instead, instead of, of an apple, apple it's a rock. Yeah, you put yeah. a, just a nice rock on his Yeah, desk. Uh, so we were, like everybody had rocks and they were looking at them and like Coronary was stacking them and like seeing up how we could get uh like the to- the tallest stack or whatever. And we're also uh we we started pretending they were Pokemon and uh <laughs> had different moves. And, like, 
we were like like losing our shit at, <laughs> at this at this very inane joke and uh one of the one of the i think the 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 straw that broke the camel's back and that got us sent out of the class classroom because we were laughing too hard is uh we we said one of them used coffee break <laughs> and we just put it to the side because it was on a coffee break from like battling the other rock Pokemon. <laughs> And we, we both just lost it. And, like, he was like, get out. I've had enough of this. You can go sit outside. And, like, <laughs> wait, oh wait, my wait. God. Here's my question for you. Did you take the rocks? No, no. We were forced to leave, forced <laughs> to leave the rocks behind, you know. Aww. You leave the classroom. You keep the keep the rocks here. They're mine now. I'm confiscating these rocks. Yeah. Mr. Smith just had a, in his desk, there was no paper. Yeah. It was all rocks. It was, it was very interesting because Mr. Smith was really nice and just like a lovely person. And his wife, who also worked there, was just a heinous bitch. <laughs> like she was, she was just like deeply unpleasant to interact with. She just hated everything about her work. And like she, she was very, very mean and very harsh and just like they were like polar opposites of people. It was, it was bizarre. We're calling out a lot of teachers today. Take that. This is the detention episode. We're bad, <laughs> bad guys. This ain't your mama's monologue. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. We, um, my the, the principal that came in before uh, uh, I left as well was was very, uh, very stern ruler. And um, uh, ruler's a weird term for principal. <laughs> she was she was a ruler. She was she was an empress if ever I if ever I saw one. She, the monarch. She, she demanded fealty and, you know. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. I like, oh, that's similar to my time in school. I feel like a lot of the female professors were like a lot of, lot stricter than the male professors. Um, which I guess is like, I mean, I think there's like a lot to think about, like um, the gender dynamics in the classroom and yeah. how like men are like automatically accorded a sort of certain level of authority. Whereas yeah. like women have to like fight for it. And often that turns them into these like, threatening like empresses or as you yeah, say yeah well people who uh, uh watched australian television in the the uh, i guess like early 2000s will know uh, a tv show called miss cackles academy and um the the principal I, I i spoke about looked exactly like miss cackle so she had she had uh this she had gray gray hair that was uh kind of in like this cone and super frizzy so she just looked extremely witchy except miss cackle in in the show is like benevolent and she was she was like very malevolent so it was a, it was such a weird dynamic to have this person that looked like such a benevolent character it's miss cackle with a k yeah because she's the evil twin yeah yeah yes yeah it was it was it was uh it was a, a fresh meme <laughs> before you like really realize memes all, yeah all i remember is the super nanny <laughs> <laughs> What we had this? that in Germany. I, th- I thought this was like an American film. Yeah, it's an, it's a, I, it's an I know American the show, yeah. Is this the Fran? No, Fran? no, no, no. That's Fran? just that's just Nanny. Ow, Fran. It's like this. That was my Fran impression. Okay. It wasn't very good. It's not a good character. <laughs> Please don't do it again. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's like this um this le- nanny. She's like known as, sup- as a super nanny because families with like really naughty kids, they have to like call her in to like discipline them. It's like a reality TV show. Yeah, Oh, really, good. Yeah. really good. Yeah, really good. It's very good yeah. TV. Good I, TV. I, I remember it was, it was on a high culture. 
uh, ages, ages ago. Yeah. Wow. I guess yeah. I'm the one who doesn't get all the cool references today. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. It's like Cesar Milano, but for humans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I get that reference. Okay. I'm going to talk about my detention story. Please. I was in sixth grade. And this is the the kindergarten to eighth grade school that I went to the whole time. And I had a brother who's actually a year and nine months younger than me, but he was in the grade below me. And I remember it was a very lucky day for us because my mom had given us $5 so that we could get lunch instead of getting those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which I, I like lived on and used to make a trade empire. I was going to get the hot lunch is what we call it. Hot lunch. Yeah. Very exciting. Mm. And I had $5 and <laughs> I was passing my brother in the hallway as I was going to go to lunch. And he tried to take the $5 from me because I was, That's I think I was, done. I think I was being a dick and I think I was just like waving okay, in no, his you, face. You or deserved something. It. Okay. Yeah. And he ended up grabbing it and we pulled it and we ripped it. Yeah. And I just, I like, I guess I punt kicked him. You just like so red. Yeah, and he's he was always like very very small, and I've always been a big doofus, and so I I like actually like swept his legs, and then he fell, and I felt so bad, but also so guilty, and then the teacher came because he started crying, and I got in trouble, and I was really upset because <laughs> a I had been a dick, but b I'm in trouble now. I was in sixth grade, so yeah, not a good thing. But I remember being in the office, and they were going to call my mom. And Mrs. Thompson, uh, her partner, um, Mrs. Thompson was the one with the beagle who vomited that made me vomit. Because that's a fun story. Yeah. Um, he, I remember him just being huge. Which, I think in retrospect, he was like six foot tall. But, you know, young little guys. Uh, not huge. And I just remember being upset and like give he saw I was upset and so like he gave me a hug and then I cried a little and then I just haven't been mean to my brother since and because I felt guilty and that five dollars and that punt kick while magnificent he got some air was a bad don't do a kick don't do a hit yeah just that's my detention I did get detention yeah and it was nothing i sat in a classroom and i just did nothing for a while and especially at that age being young and just time goes so slowly yeah i had to reflect i hate reflecting (laughs) being alone with your thoughts terrible being introspective i don't need that disgusting I spent a lot, a lot of time outside the principal's office when i was in primary school and um i uh with miss crackle no 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 that was that was high school oh yeah, no, this this is this is back in primary school and like um I uh I developed because uh, I would have to like sit on the bench outside the principal's office and like think about whatever it was that I did uh by myself usually. I'm just chilling there. Uh and I invented this game where both my hands were like spider creatures and they would they would battle each other and the um the thumbs were like the pincers and the the middle of the palm was the weak spot. So they, I would, like, fight my hands against each other to bide time. You're a very aggressive child, but only in your mind. You yeah. want to battle. Yeah. Killing That's- time reminds me um, of when we had to... Because I was at a private um, Jesuit school. 
So they are like really big on religion. And um, we had to go to um, to mass uh, once a week. And um, every now and then we had to go twice a week when there was like some special Christian um, holiday. And um, we would go to like this, that's when the whole school would go to this like big church, which was like in the city. And um, we'd end up in the church and then the sermon went on like forever and ever because you're like 15 and like it's like literally the last place where you would want to be is like in a church being lectured by a priest and um <laughs> but the amazing thing the amazing thing about that church is and I still remember it very well is um that it was it was like in the shape of a it was like in the shape of an octagon and each side of the octagon had like square tiles of glass um and the, they were like in different colors but the whole um side the whole side of it was full of these um square tiles and what we would do was um count the tiles um and this <laughs> and that was like 574 or something per side wow yeah, rain so man like a really you big, spent huge, a lot of time with touch. this really menial task <laughs> I can I can definitely relate to that because I've been in Catholic schooling my entire life, so uh, I'm I'm familiar with this like being trapped in a ter- church or being trapped in mass. Like we'd have these like in the in the gymnasium like this huge all school mass and yeah. just like have to sit there and be like just like listening to this person go on and on and like all this other nonsense. Like yeah, I was a wild boy. We just like it was a charter school, but it was also just not religious at all and like my family's not really religious so like i have never been good in a church i have no patience and it reflects if i have to sit somewhere and not talk for any amount of time i get i get edgy trust get, me it, it, it doesn't get good with experience the better you don't get it kind of thing you know <laughs> oh no okay so final thing do you think detention helped did you reflect on your thing did you become a better person because of detention um, no, I don't really, I don't really think so. <laughs> okay, what about you? Um, I feel very ambiguous about it. Um, it, in many instances, made me, like, more of a rebel, because you just sort of feel like you were, like, you know, you're, like, put into that naughty box already, and then you, like, sort of, like, live by that ethos. Mm. Um, everyone just, like, expects you to be naughty as well. So that is that was definitely not good um, in that sense. But there was also some detentions that didn't make me think about, like, maybe, you know, calming down a bit. Because, um, I mean, I was, like, a very, very naughty, very, like, naughty case. Because um, at one point they actually put me into, like, the other class. You know how you have, like, in the same year you have, like, ABC? Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I was, like... So me and another person, a friend of mine, we got put into like, we were in C and we got put into A and B respectively for like like two years, (laughs) 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 which um, was like probably just like one step removed from like getting kicked out of school. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I would constantly be um, like put into my own little area because I was just kind of like a, a maelstrom of distraction. I mean, I just, you like, did use your it. fingers as uh, imaginary battle spiders. So yeah. I get it. I yeah. get. I get. I have an active you. imagination, and I need to like draw people into me. 
But um, I guess to come back to my story is what sort of like helped me was that even though I was like put into the other class, um, I sort of had a chance to redeem myself. Um, I remember when I like wrote because that was a final decision. But um, after like one and a half years, I like wrote this like really emotional letter to the head of school. And I was like, oh, like I like really miss my friends and um, I would like love to go back to my old class and I've like reflected on my actions and stuff and um and they did give me another go and they like let me go back to my old class and and I like really respect the director for doing that because that was like not part of the deal um but they definitely gave me a second chance to like redeem myself and I think giving people that chance to like redeem themselves is like very important when you when you talk about like punishment in general so your detention was like a year and a half and it was just life it was life away hey (laughs) this sorry that this class of uh of people that are you know they're doing their best and they deserve to be in this one there that's your detention though (laughs) this this whole classroom is your detention (laughs) this world now is your detention yeah yeah, yeah, goodbye that's aggressive okay it was very intense um they did it because i was supposedly um I was, like, very good at, like, riling people up. I was, like, a bit of, like, a... Shitster. Yeah, shitster. But, like, also I would be, like, really successful at, like, starting a movement, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Good. Revolution. Yeah, yeah, literally revolution. So, like, we had this thing where we, like, took a stance against the school's policy because... So, we had this rule in high school where during recess, you have to go outside to like get fresh air, you know, that was like their their reasoning. But like this There is... were air quotations, just so you know, <laughs> listener. Air quotations. Yeah. It was serious. Like there's no fresh air inside, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but um what but like but the thing is this is in Berlin. And Berlin gets really, really cold. And this is why I like left Germany. Like it was too cold for me. But even back then, I started this movement. I was like, this is, like, a silly rule. Um, why can't we just, like, stay inside? Um, it's freezing outside. Um, we're just going to stay inside. And obviously, the teachers would be, like, walking. They'd have, like, teachers on duty walking through the building, telling each student to go outside. Are we sure this wasn't a prison? <laughs> Are we sure that they, they weren't just on, like, yeah, I don't, guard I don't duty? know about this, like... Germany's pretty lax kind of rhetoric you've got here. Yeah, maybe like, it wasn't hey, normal. For, forcing children out into the cold. Question for you, Sophie. Were there spotlights? Because yeah. usually spotlights in prisons go hand in hand. Did, did you have to refer to the teachers as guards? <laughs> hey, officer. Hey, please. Did the teachers yeah. have uniforms? I mean... <laughs> did you have uniforms? Was well, it an see, orange jumpsuit? We don't jumpsuit? have uniforms in Germany. But, um... I get it. But, <laughs> Yeah, but um, actually, yeah, maybe it wasn't normal. But anyways, um, we had, so the teachers would like, they would like search the building for like students that remained inside. So like I came up with this idea and we called it, we called it special unit training. (laughs) (laughs) You started a revolution. Yeah, Einheitstraining in German. It's one word as beautiful as the German language always is. <laughs> please, uh, please help me spell that later so that that can be the title. Thank you. <laughs> Einheitstraining. No, no, and not now. 
<laughs> and um, we would um, we would go around and I would go around and like recruit people who didn't want to go outside to join our squad. And the squad was um, this was before the word squad was a was a thing. Um, and um, we would like walk through the corridors of the school and like always like two teams like at the back, one scout at the front, like looking around the corner and like checking whether like the air is clear and we could like go and you know go into like the next sector and 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 at one point uh, one of the teachers he like it was like his hobby to like try and find us but <laughs> <laughs> this is a manhunt this is, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. But he was very serious about it. So whenever he found it's us, it's a child Jaeger. Whenever he found us, he he would he would give us like he would give us a detention. So we would um we would he and he would recruit the janitor, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, lieutenant, <laughs> and they would both hunt us down. And we would always do these things where like if we if the scout spotted them around the corner. We'd like poke our hands around the corner and like wave the hand around the corner and then like make screaming noises. Um, <laughs> Look at to, like bait them. <laughs> and then we'd like run away into the other direction. Wow, okay. Oh well this is a, a real interesting dynamic. I'm glad that you brought up at the very end. We kinda have to shut it down a little bit. I'll ask you more about it later. Yeah, so detentions are, are I hated them as a kid, but they were a good time to reflect. And they kind of enforced my beliefs of right and wrong. And I think I already knew a lot of that. I shouldn't have kicked my brother. <laughs> that just kind of enforced I'm it. I'm glad we learned that. And that's a yeah. message, message we can distribute to our listeners today. Yeah. Don't kick your brother. Or yeah, no violence. Don't smother your kids. Don't smother your kids. Oh. Yeah, I guess that too. Okay. Well, let's go to mail-in memories before we end it. And... So, Mail-In Memories, Lockie, you're so good at explanations. Please. Yeah. Well, Mail-In Memories is when you send us an email or a tweet that has a memory of yours in it. So <gasps> that we can read it and uh, think about it and reflect on it and maybe see how we can relate to it. And today, uh, you can do that at downundercast at gmail.com. Yeah, I that's, that's where to, you can email yeah, them, yeah, I remember to tell you guys the important link. But... Today we're going to get Sophie to read it for us, and she has to do a voice. Oh dear. Um, <coughs> so they got me to, they convinced me to do a German accent. I already have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting this on you guys. I think it was offered, if we're being honest. Don't throw us under the bus there, yeah. Soph. Okay, this one's from Kelly Collins. Okay, um... <clears throat> This memory was brought back to me after listening to the Childhood Fears podcast. Thanks for that, by the way. Um, in Australia, apparently between 1979 <laughs> uh, and... The numbers are different in Germany. We, we, we read them the other way, okay. other way around. You say it and I'll translate really quick. <laughs> 1997. See, I got it wrong as well now. 1997 to 2001. Um, yeah, so let's start that sentence again. In Australia, apparently between um, 1979 and 2001, we had this television show on ABC Kids in the afternoons called Freaky Stories, um, which showed maybe three stories per episode, which were utterly um, ridiculous. 
Um, <laughs> a little bit. I'm slipping a little bit into French here. Okay, yeah, go into a French mom, accent. Just go with it. Go with my it. My mom's French, so. A recurring line in each episode was, um, this is a true story, um, and it is it oh. happened to a friend of a friend of mine. In one episode, um, this girl hairsprayed her hair every day into a beehive instead of washing it because this girl, see, um, was just outright lazy. Um, so what am I doing now? French or German? I'm like, I'm like in just limbo between. Just keep mixing it up. This, yeah, is, yeah, this is already a wild so ride. So Yeah. <laughs> I can also do Italian. because Okay, well, bring, right, it yeah, bring it in. Bring it in. So her hair became <laughs> a hard shell because of the hairspray. She began getting bad headaches, so was rushed to the doctors. <laughs> and once surgeons managed to cut through her hair, all of the big black spiders crawled out. That went Russian for like half a second, and I like the the like spicy meatball hand gesture that you've yeah, been you have doing. To do that. I, I I didn't even do it on purpose. It's the Italian <laughs> in me. Um, okay. This freaking scared the crap out of me. I literally washed my hair twice a day for over a year and did not use the hairspray again until my emo years. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Kelly. Thank you. That was, that was a, a wild <laughs> ride. Um, yeah, no, I, I remember watching this TV show. I liked this TV show a lot. It had a bunch of, a bunch of wild stories in it. And, like, uh, I remember, like, the, the intro and, uh, yeah. Did any really freak you out? Um, I don't think any really freaked me out. I can't remember too many specific ones, but I remember like watching the show a lot, and it, it didn't it didn't really get to me. But um, I remember I remember that episode specifically as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Were the spiders like real spiders, or were they like the fake hairy uh, spiders? God, I can't even remember if it's like cartoon or like real life. I think uh, I think it was cartoon, but I, I I couldn't I couldn't tell you for sure. Oh, I so I think I might have watched Freaky Stories once. But there, I mean, there were similar things to it, like uh, goosebumps. Yeah. And some of that really bothered me. But I get the hair washing thing because I, um, I remember as a kid seeing somebody with uh, dandruff, but this looked like they had Parmesan flakes in their hair, and uh. it stressed me out. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, that was a, a cheesy hairdo, mm, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I make sure to like always wash my hair, and it just I've got that like nice short blonde hair so it's uh i can wash it every day and it's strong and powerful because it's not long <laughs> enough to get split ends or whatever yeah so yeah split ends is a real problem i've never dealt with it it's so a, i a, don't know it's a crisis affecting our nation what about you do you have um well i dare say that um washing yourself is definitely a good idea regularly <laughs> we can all agree to yeah. that thank you if um, you listen to nothing else at the podcast just know we advocate washing yourself. Yeah. That's here at yes. Down Undercast. That's all we, <laughs> we're we clean, really care clean about. cast. Clean cast, yes. Um, Only in our like bodies. Not in our words. No. I heard cusses today. We have dirty, dirty words. You, you, <laughs> dirty, dirty, dirty descriptions is more yeah, like, like it. It Ugh. is what it is. Viscous. Alright. Okay, and uh we do have one more mention. Um uh, Rex. 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 Uh I mean, it's a single word, Lockie. Do you think you can I pull think out I, your... Well, I want to lead in with the title here. No pie? 
And uh, the text of the email is, is silly, simply uh, a plaintive plea, a request. Just one man throwing a word into the void and desperately hoping for a return. Cake? 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 Question mark. Yeah. Now, Rex, hey, I know I know what you want to hear here. And I know that you're seeking for something. You're looking for something, some kind of meaning. You want to add a deeper <laughs> understanding of the world. And, yeah, take uh, that, Rex. All I have to offer you is brownie? Mmm, brownies are the best. That was a good one. It's just like... What about, just, what about, what about pudding? Mm, oh, no! <laughs> I mean, brownies over pudding any day. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean the American pudding that's essentially... Uh, it's just goop. Yeah, chocolate goop is my favorite goop. Yeah. Uh, the only good that, thing yeah. about pudding is when we went to our fa- to Christmas in England, because we have family in England, they'd like burn the pudding. They're like, <laughs> you know, it's like a thing in England. And that's the best. Oh, fig pudding or burnt? Pudding? No, like the, they put like, they put some sort of like spirit on it and they like let it burn. Yeah, you like cover you covered in brandy, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pudding is also a cake over there. It's a cake here. Yeah, I say I want some pudding. It's just chocolate cake. Well, it's it's pudding. It's like sticky date pudding. Yeah, it's really nice. No, it's not pudding. Have you had have you had sticky date pudding? Yes, and it's cake. Have you had Christmas pudding? And it's cake. Yes, it's it's not really cake. It's pudding. It's not cake. Yeah, I think you're in the wrong here. I want like chocolate jello. That's what I want. You want you want like mousse. No, moose is too fluffy. I want good gelatinous okay. glumps. Just goop. Okay. Glumps is what right. I want. All right, all right. Glumps is a good title too. Right. Glumps. <laughs> all right. Okay. Thank you for joining us here on Glumpcast, uh, and thank you, Sophie, for for guesting and telling us uh, a lot of wild stories. Uh, thanks for having me. It was really fun. If we want to find you on a uh, Twitter, yes. are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter, Instagram. Um, what is your, your yeah, handle? Yeah, give us your give us your handle. Um, it's so sofs. So, yeah. All right, and you can find me at uh, Young Cardinals. Uh, I'm not really on Instagram. I guess I I have an Instagram. So if you would like well, to follow me, if you, you want to follow him, you get to see all of his emo photos from the last <laughs> few years, and they are good. They are some fun images. Let uh, me tell you. I'll um I'll I'll leave the username a secret, and you can you can <laughs> you, you can, can see you can it. see if you can try and find it. Frank, where the, where can I find you? At frankly, my dear, with three A's. Yeah, Just that's on that's on Twitter. Part. On Twitter. What about what about the gram? Give us your gram handle. Your gram, gram Kara Marudis. Oh, it's just oh, my right, name, right, yeah, that's, which that's, is hard that's to spell. Look, it's okay. That's a write-off. Yeah. Um, um, good luck trying to find Frank too, I guess. If you want to send us a mail in memory, you can do so at Down Undercast, or you can tweet at us uh, at the cast Twitter, uh, which is the same, at Down Undercast. And we would love if you guys told your friends. Uh, we don't do any advertising, really, uh, on some of our faults. We have, we're trying to get a Facebook page, and I am just having a hard time because someone created it, and then they didn't put it. someone else as an admin. Look, and it, so it's, now it's, it's a dictatorship, not a democracy, It's Frank. now just a Facebook po- like group with nothing. Nothing. It's just an empty void of space and just two likes. Two likes, Lachlan. It has a and, picture. And it's me and you, and we're the two likes, and that's it. And it's I'm going to like it. No, you can't like yeah, it, but there's nothing so on it. I hate it. No. <laughs> oh, my God, I broke this. <laughs>
<laughs> Alright, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you'll join us again. Please do. Sorry, I got so angry oh about the <laughs> Say goodbye. Bye. <laughs>